Let's talk about future head coach Aaron Glenn. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, everybody. It's a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you. Eight and three Detroit Lions heading to New Orleans on Sunday to take on the five and six Saints. Let's discuss all aspects of it, shall we, in the current state of the Lions here on this Tuesday edition, November the 28th and a Wednesday, November the 29th. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, including on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe and watch us for free each and every day. Locked on Lions today brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. You can follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks at Locked on Lions. We are on threads at The Real Matt Dairy Facebook page, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And again, we are on that YouTube channel on the show today. You know, I'm reading some of the comments. I'm seeing the tweets. You're picking on Aaron Glenn too much. There's some Aaron Glenn defenders out there. I'm going to give you some stats. I'm going to give you some stats on uh, Aaron Glenn. Some more because this defense has to get better. And not all of it is on Aaron Glenn. You don't think future head coach Aaron Glenn wouldn't want Jordan Davis? And Jalen Carter, <laughs> just saying. Um, what else are we doing today? Uh, uh, power rankings from ESPN. Lions dipping a bit, but I'm still not panicking. Like I said, they're going to win this division. But where are they in the uh, pantheon of NFL teams? We will tell you uh, coming up next. Also, Ben Johnson, genius. Not because he's done a great job lately the last couple of weeks with the offense or anything like that, but... He made a decision in the offseason that is going to go down as one of the best ever made by an assistant coach. And uh, keep your eye on a Lions assistant that might be getting an interview at his alma mater soon. We will tell you about that coming up as well right here on Lockdown Lions. The great Ross Jackson. Uh, Ross Jackson is a boss. Host of Lockdown Saints. Runs the NFL uh, network on Lockdown. He's just an amazing guy. Uh, Ross will join us on Thursday for the Lockdown Crossover brought to you by Prize Picks as we get ready for the Saints on Sunday. And like I said on last night's show, uh, the Saints stink and they're banged up and their coach could be fired if the Lions beat them this week. He's on the hot seat, Dennis Allen, big time. So all that uh, coming up on Thursday with the biggest boss, Ross Jackson. All right. What do you? I got three big ones for you. I got some numbers from the crack research staff on the Lions defense. Do you realize, let's start with number one. And again, the Lions couldn't stop Justin Fields and the Bears two weeks ago. Touchdown Bears. The Bears won a game last night without scoring a touchdown. First time that's happened all season Um, for any team. Bears and Vikings last night. That was just awesome football, wasn't it? My goodness. Um, Bears torched him last week. Jordan, Jordan Fields. Justin Fields. No. What am I? What am I doing? Jordan Love. I can't even talk. Jordan Love 
this past Sunday or this past Thursday, the Lions have got to, got to harass Derek Carr this week. Got to do it. But in the Aaron Glenn era, three years as Lions defensive coordinator, your Detroit Lions have allowed opponents, quarterbacks, opposing teams' quarterbacks to have a passer rating of 96.3, fourth worst in the NFL. I see you, AG. Um, not good. All right. That number has got to come down. The last few weeks, whether it was Justin Herbert three weeks ago, Justin Fields two weeks ago, or last week with Jordan Love, the Lions defense is not getting to the quarterback and they're not causing turnovers. And 96.3 is not going to cut it. I'm not talking about WDVD either. In the Aaron Glenn era of three years, the Lions have allowed opponents' passer rating to be the fourth worst in the NFL at 96.3. That's not going to win you a lot of games. And again, he gets a pass. He gets a mulligan for 2021. That team was barely an NFL roster. They went 313-1. Last year's defense, we know the bad start it got off to. But now there's some talent here. I know Mosley's out. I know James Houston's out. I know Gardner Johnson's out. I get that. But that's a pretty damning stat when the other team's quarterback is, you know, able to come into your house and, you know, dance and high step on the 50-yard line and the Lion logo. That's number one. In the Aaron Glenn era, as I continue here, the Lions ranked 25th in the league with just 53 takeaways, 53 takeaways in two and a half years is 25th in the league. Again, that is seventh worst. Got to find a way to get more takeaways. There aren't enough playmakers on this defense. I said that yesterday. I'm concerned about this Sunday because Alex Anzalone, the former saint, likely will not play against New Orleans due to a leg injury. So he's been one guy in this defense that has performed and done well. And when the Lions have succeeded, especially in getting to the quarterback, he's been blitzing. But in three seasons, you only have 53 takeaways, and that's good for 25th in the league. That number needs to come up. We talked about the uh, minus five turnover differential this year. Lions are eight and three. All right, playing pretty good football. The offense has been pretty darn good. Earlier this year, I was praising Aaron Glenn for how well the defense had played, especially through the first four games. Two of them on the road um, against Patrick Mahomes and Love, you know, Green Bay and Kansas City at night, and the Lions defense really came to play. The last few weeks has been bad. And these stats that I'm giving you are starting to get illuminated. All right, like I said last night on the Monday show, we're not firing Aaron Glenn. I'm not calling for his firing. I think he needs to see... The rest of the season, I think they, they need to get James Houston back. Maybe Gardner Johnson. All of these guys come back. Let's see if Bruce Irvin gets an opportunity. Dan Campbell saying on a 97 won the ticket on uh, the Michigan morning show today that um, it's not the real name of the show. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, Bruce Irvin is, is, is likely going to get a shot. What was the exact quote? Jeff Risden at Lions Wire all over it. Uh, asked today by the 97 won the ticket hosts about Bruce Irvin. Could he play this week? Potentially 
Campbell said, quote, we're looking at everybody and he's the guy that we've got our eye on, end quote. Well, who else do you have your eye on? Dan, there's, uh, are we bringing uh, uh, somebody off of uh, Georgia Lake St. Mary's roster to the practice squad? There's not many, but are we going CFL? You know, we missed out on Jason Pierre-Paul. So anyway, I'd like to see Bruce Irvin, 36 years of age and all out there. Let's try something else. The O'Quara brothers ain't cutting it. Neither is Charles Harris. All right, last one. <clears throat> In the Aaron Glenn era, two and a half seasons, three seasons, whatever you want to say, I call it. The Lions are second worst in yards allowed, giving up 369.6 yards per game, closing in on 370. Again, first year, rough, but still second worst in the entire league over the last three seasons in giving up yards. It's too many. You know, opening dry, like, like it, it, let's say Sunday, the Lions win the toss and say, we'll defer to the second half. And the Saints say, we'll take the ball. Great. The Lions cannot allow Derek Carr, Alvin Kamara, whoever's out there for the Saints because they're so banged up right now. Jimmy Graham, Olave, if he plays. Can't let those guys, uh, Taysom Hill, watch out for the Taysom Hill package. He's under center. He's in the slot. Ooh. But still, they cannot, they've got to get a stop on that first series this Sunday. No more fields right down the field scores. Uh, love right down the field scores. Nope. Got to get a stop. And if the Lions win the toss, they should get the ball and go score first. I wouldn't put the defense on the field right away. Not with these numbers. So again, fourth worst in quarterback passer rating over three years. Eighth worst in takeaways. Second worst in yards allowed per game. Has to change. I want to see some adjustments. I want to see some guys shining here. I want to see better play out of this defense over these last, what is it, eight and three? That's 11. They play six more games. Got us. I got to see it. All right. Coming up next, where do the Lions rank from the ESPN in the ESPN power rankings? We will tell you about that coming up next. But uh, first, I got to tell you about our friends at game time i was just talking about the game time app with somebody the other day i'm looking to get tickets for the indiana kansas basketball game down in bloomington december 16th might be the exact same they might they cannot play that game at 12 30 and the lions play at one that cannot happen just have the lion game on that saturday night please and thank you um but looking for tickets you go to the game time app it's the best you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets for their next big event because game time is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I love going to the app, and I especially like using the uh, view from your seat um, uh, feature there. It's fantastic. Check it out. Um, easy to find and buying tickets for every kind of event in your area. Views from your seat. Lowest price guarantee. Buy uh, tickets in seconds with just two taps. Do it on a game day, too. Prices are right there. They're good for you uh, in terms of uh, numbers. Not too high. They're fair. And you know exactly where you're sitting. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code. My nose is so itchy. Spell uh, spell it out. That's what it says on the thing. LOCKDOWNNFL, $20 off. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Hey, Locked On has launched its first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. We're back with you on a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. Lions and Saints coming up on uh, Sunday in New Orleans. Saints in the pathetic NFC South. Pick to win 10, 11, 12 games. And they're only five and six. And their coach, Dennis Allen, is uh, on the hot seat, to uh, say the least. All right. Power rankings are out for this week from ESPN. And not a surprise, the Lions uh, last week were ranked fourth. They have dropped down this week to number seven. Ahead of them, Philadelphia, fresh off that huge win this past Sunday against Buffalo. 10-1, and one. Eagles are number one. Niners at number two. Those two teams will meet this coming Sunday. Going to be a huge game out west. Niners at eight and three are number two. Ravens at nine and three move up two spots. Baltimore is excellent. Very, very good team. Sound defensively. Clearly the class of the AFC right now. Not far behind, even though they're struggling a bit offensively, is Kansas City. Chiefs come in at number four. Cowboys at five. Dallas is pummeling teams. When they play inferior teams, they pummel them. Defense has been good. Um, And again, the offense is putting up 31.5 points per game. Cowboys at five. Dolphins at six, at eight and three. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle and company playing good football right now. Lions then at number seven at eight and three. Eric Woodyard writes at ESPN.com. The numbers tell a tale of two teams. Quote, for the second year in a row, the Lions offense is among the best in the league, averaging the second most yards per game, 405.5, while the defense ranks among the bottom, despite showing flashes of their potential. Uh, Lions are allowing their opponents to score a touchdown in the red zone 68.6% of the time, the third worst mark in the league. Uh, special teams coordinator Dave Phipp, though, is the Lions performing among the best in that department with his coaching creativity. Lions special teams are ranked fourth in the league, by the way. After Detroit, you got Jacksonville at eight, Pittsburgh at nine, Buffalo at 10. Uh, this week's Lions opponent, New Orleans, by the way, if we're looking at Power rankings, 21st in the league. That is just brutal. And as Alvin Kamara said the other day, we are consistently inconsistent. And Kamara had a comment too where he said, what's our identity offensively? But you you look at the power rankings, my thoughts on it, yeah, I would say that's accurate, putting the Lions at seven. This right now does not look like a top five outfit the last three weeks. No, they went two and one. They survived the Charger game. They survived the Bears game, all right? This week, they got their hands handed to them by Green Bay. You're going to have a few clunkers, 
at eight and three. I still think this team wins the division. But are they up there with Philadelphia and Dallas and San Francisco and Baltimore and Kansas City and even Miami to an extent? They're not. They're not. They've got to start playing better football. I love what head coach Dan Campbell said yesterday. And by the way, I didn't take Dan Campbell to task for that fake punt the other day, but that was brutal. Oh, my God. Everybody in the building knew it was coming. Bad call. And at least he owned it after the game. Um, But Dan Campbell uh, said the other day, maybe it was yesterday, I love this time of year. People are starting to write us off. We're hearing the outside noise. Now we go on the road for the next two games with six to go in December. I love this time of year. I'm excited to see what we're made of. Exactly. These are two inferior teams they're playing the next two weeks. Now, on the road's never easy in the NFL anywhere. Next week in Chicago, in, in division, and we know the Bears aren't any good, but it's going to be freezing down there on that lakefront. They're on Lakeshore Drive. And you just never know in games like that. This week with New Orleans, you know, I know the Lions have had some success in that building, even with Matthew Stafford back in the day, but never never going to be easy. And that Denver game, if it turns out to be a Saturday night prime timer and everything else, Broncos are starting to really come on and play pretty good football. Where are the Broncos, by the way, in the power rankings? They've moved way up. They are now 13th. They were 17th last week. Now over 500 at 6-5. and five. They've won five in a row. All of a sudden, that looks like not so such an easy game. Uh, for the Leos in a couple of weeks as Dan Campbell goes up against his mentor. All right, when we come back, I want to talk about Ben Johnson and uh, also Antoine Randall L. Could be a candidate at his alma mater. First, though, FanDuel, as the weather gets colder, which it is now, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Oh, who wrote this copy? I love this. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting opportunities for you and options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season. Plus, you want to bet on other stuff? You can. NHL with the Wings, uh, NBA, Pistons, anything else? UFC, all that stuff is on FanDuel. College football, college basketball as well. FanDuel, official partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network and the NFL. All right, something happened this offseason, and not enough people are talking about it. The Carolina Panthers wanted Ben Johnson as their head coach. He's from down there, the Carolina area interviewing with them, their GM, Scott Fitterer, their owner, David Tepper, okay? And Ben Johnson, after a couple of interviews, decided to take his name out of the running for the, uh, the Panthers job and any other job that was out there, including Indianapolis. What a decision Ben Johnson made. Yesterday, as many of you know, off to a 1-9 and nine start, Carolina fired Frank Reich. Fired him after 10 games in his first season. All right. Wasn't Frank Reich that drafted the quarterback that's not as good as CJ Stroud? All right. They took Bryce Young and he's been very below average while Stroud is thriving in Houston. Some bad signings down there. They have no weapons offensively. 
It's a dumpster fire in Carolina. And Ben Johnson had a chance to go down to his home area to become a head coach, to get multiple years, multiple million dollars per year. And he said, no, I'm going to stay in Detroit, see this thing through, stay on as offensive coordinator, unfinished business. And he knew something. He knew, I don't want this meddling owner in David Tepper. I don't like this situation here at all. And so these people now that say, well, Ben Johnson's still a favorite to be the Panthers coach next year. Why on earth, after he turned them down last year, would he go back next year for the same quarterback, the same roster? Heck, they just fired a, a Jim Caldwell and, and, and the special teams coach, Chris Tabor. They just fired Deuce Staley. He's gone. Who knows? Maybe Deuce Staley will be roaming the Lions sidelines again as like a special assistant or something. He only lasted 10 games. What a mess down there. But give Ben Johnson a lot of credit. All right? Hopefully he gets Jared Goff right this week and some play calls are better and they block better, all these things. But his decision this summer to not, or this uh, spring, to not take a Carolina Panthers job and to pull his name out of the running for that job was just, it was the right move. Frank Reich is not a bad coach. I'm not saying he's a great coach. He had his limitations with the Colts and everything else. But uh, my goodness, one year, this owner's already firing the coach. Not all Frank Reich's fault. I mean, who, who's Bryce Young supposed to throw to? Have you seen the offensive line? We saw what the Lions did to Bryce Young when Carolina came into Ford Field a few weeks ago. It's a bad team. It's a bad roster. You fire the coach after 10 games. But I guess they had to do something. What a mess. All right, final thing. Um, keep your eye on something. I don't know if this is going to happen, but the Lions have a really good coaching staff, and they've made good additions over the years. They have former players on the staff. Um, they've even lost coaches like Deuce Staley, and yet Scotty Montgomery comes in with the running backs and has done a really good job. I love Hank Fraley, the offensive line coach. I've told you about that. I think he's tremendous. And, uh, you know, there's some guys, uh, Shep, Calvin Shepard, linebackers coach, is just awesome. Absolutely awesome. But one coach may be leaving, and I have not confirmed this. I'm not telling you I'm reporting this, but Indiana University, IU, my son is a senior there. There you go. They should, and I think they will, interview Antoine Randall L, Lions wide receivers coach, for their head coaching job. They just recently fired CTA, Leo, Coach Tom Allen. He gone. And they need a replacement. And I've seen some other candidates' names. John Gruden's not going there. Don't, I'm not buying that. But Antoine Randall L's name has surfaced because he's an alum. He was a star there as both a receiver and a quarterback. He loves the school. And he's an NFL assistant that might be able to recruit a little bit better than Allen did. He might be able to reach out to more donors and more boosters and get things done. Now, would that be a big loss to the Lions? Yes, because Antoine's a really good assistant. He's a good guy. Um, but you got to figure at some point, IU and their athletic director, Scott Dolson, will have a conversation with, with Antoine Randall L. Um, not saying they're going to sell tickets by just bringing in you know, some flashy alum that was a really good player when he was there. And Randall L was, he was excellent. 
sure Michigan and Michigan State fans around here remember. But he's just a good football mind. Now, they may end up going out and finding somebody else, somebody that's got head coaching experience, somebody that's got coordinator experience. That is possible. Uh, but keep your eye on this. I think there's a good chance that Indiana at least interviews Antoine Randall L. And when you win in the NFL, all right, your staff starts to get poached. Remember what happened last year? Todd Walsh left for Carolina. Deuce Daly left for Carolina. All right, Lions are going to lose more coaches as time goes on. I think Hank Fraley eventually is going to be a, a coordinator or a head coach. He's excellent. Uh, Kelvin Shepard, the same thing. This happens. So would not surprise me at all if Indiana gave Antoine Randall L. A look. We'll have to wait and see. All right, we'll see what the injury report looks like tomorrow when the Lions get back in the practice field and get ready for the Saints. The big one's going to be Jonah Jackson. All right, as we all saw last Thursday, the Soarsdahl and Awoshika and the, the uh, revolving door at left guard with Jonah Jackson being ailed with injury, um, ankle and everything else. Lions are not the same without Jonah Jackson. They need a healthy Jonah Jackson, certainly for Sunday, when they head down to uh, New Orleans to uh, take on the Saints. So, all right, that'll do it for this Tuesday edition of Locked on Lions. Again, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Please subscribe on our Locked on Lions YouTube channel. I don't know how many subscribers. Are we at 9,000? I'm going to have to double check. And look, but I believe we are closing in on 9,000 subscribers. We appreciate our, appreciate our everydayers who are out there that watch and listen uh, and check us out. That, of course, includes my man, the EP, as I like to call him, Nathan Litke. I will be at Casa de Litke in beautiful Rochester this Sunday to take in the game with my BFF, young Sanders Litke. Uh, every year I go over to their house and watch the game. All right. Have a great one, everybody. We're back again tomorrow right here on Locked Online.